Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mm-hmm. I'm not the kind of person you're mm-hmm. thinking I am. I'm not the kind of guy who can do what you think I can. <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome to Turn the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five, five sketch ideas. Uh, I'm Andy. And sitting to my suis, front, je suis uh, Alistair George William Trumbly Virtual. Good day, mates. Ridgy Ditch. Good to see you. And it's and a special Aussie episode of Turn the Think Tank thing, today. Yep. So first up. Sausage sizzles. Uh, yes. All right. Do you think the first sausage sizzle happened when a guy had just finished the first barbecue? Bloody hell. Right? And he had turned on the gas. Mate, I am loving this sketch, l- by the way. Lit it up. I like where he'd, you're going. He'd lit it up, right? Now, now just when you say just finished the first barbecue, you mean finished building the first finished barbecue? Finished building the first barbecue. Yes. Went underneath, turned on the gas. Oh, yeah. Right? He went underneath and then lit it up. <laughs> Right. Like that? Because he had to go underneath back in the day. They didn't have back the knobs in... at the front. Well, no, it was no. all under. You had to get under it like yeah, a... No, but no, he turned the knobs at the front, but then he had to go under and light it. Because ah, he, he didn't yep. realize there was, you know, he forgot about the, the little holes that you put in for well, the Well, he'd little... only just built, he didn't know all the ins and outs. He w- didn't realize the problems that he was going to encounter. Okay. So then, he's, under the, he's underneath, checking all the burners are going real good. Yep. Right? The hot plate kind of gets a bit hot. While he's down there. While he's down there, right? Bloody hell. He decides to pull himself up. Okay. Right? And he and he reaches up onto oh, the top no. of the barbecue. Fingers. His fingers. He's already halfway up, so he finishes yep. the push because he's got to go up to save his fingers. Yep. Right? <laughs> They've burned... He's got to get up there so he can have the height advantage, survey the situation. Yeah. The, the pressure uh, of the weight of his body has... Mm-hmm. has Pushed the that edge of the barbecue. Oh yeah, you know there's always an edge so that the, the fat lip. can't just yep. yeah lip yep. so the fat can't just fall off the side. That's called the fat lip. That's the fat lip right there, uh, and then that pressure has led the the fingers to break off at that Severed point completely. Severed completely. Wow. Um, but the fingers cooked up real nice, uh, and then the, they were the first sausages. Later on, they used sort of pig skins to sort of fill, fill them with meat to kind of recreate the finger. How long do you think it was until another bloke was alongside him at the barbecue telling him he should have pricked the fingers <laughs> before he cut them off and chucked them on there? Well, that would have happened if these ones weren't already cut off at the end. Cut off at the end so the pressure could be released. Yeah, there was already pressure released. Uh, there, there was... They might have been seared shut as well. well may, you, you might be right, yeah. I guess I was picturing a lot of fluid still coming out of them for a while. And do you think... That, that would have kept uh, other men at bay. <laughs> Okay, I mean, really, the, the the cooking of the sausages is is it it feels almost like an act of th- a threat, defiance, a defiance okay. to other men. You know, they look mm. so much like fingers, but also quite a bit like penises. Oh, that's true. You know, if you came around to a, to somebody's house, you'd never seen a barbecue before. Yeah, you hadn't seen a sausage. 
right? And there's a man there with a big pair of tongs cooking yeah. up what, what to you look like voodoo penises. Yeah, right? no, that's true. It could just be other men's penises. Other, you you might even, assume. It, you might think it, I'm in the ha- home of a, a serial killer or yeah. at least a serial dismemberer. Yeah, absolutely. And so then he's he's cooking this up and then you think that maybe he's trying to communicate with you? Yes. Uh, that That... He, you're next. Yes. Or that, you're next. That, or this is in which the, case it's a very bold move to go up there and start criticizing his technique. Start pricking him, but maybe he, maybe that's where the pricking started coming from. Is that it's a it was a a ploy to try to check whether or not they're real real penis real dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because I, we all know what it's like to prick a dick, right? And that's how you can <laughs> tell. You prick a dick. You're like you you, 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 oh. you initially you, you you see the the reaction. Yeah. Well, well, often if uh, a bit of fluid does come out of a, a dick, yes, um, which has been known to happen, yeah, has been known. Uh, a, like a, like a sort of a, a full dick will often sort of lose that fullness, right? Yeah, and so you think they're they're full dicks? Yeah, I think that well. <laughs> They're sausages. That's the thing, is that oh, they're sausages. Sorry, I, I, I'm so deep into this, I'd yeah, forgotten. You forgot. No, no, no. This is not another cannibal sketch, Andy. No, no this is, Yeah, no, this is a suspected cannibal sketch. <laughs> this is more of a, a, a now, paranoia. Is this of... a suspected cannibal sketch or a suspected cannibal sketch? Or is it a suspected suspected cannibal sketch? <laughs> well, it's a, it's a paranoid suspected, suspected cannibal, cannibal se- sketch. Oh, sure. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think... Um, the first barbecue is definitely a sketch, right? Yeah. You, well, you think it's a. It's, you think this is very generic. This is very the the one that I came up with with the, the lifting up of the thing, or the one, or, or or the penis one, or even a third sketch, which is yeah. literally that most generic of ideas. Sure. Of like oh, the first barbecue, and like somebody is like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Well, I think look. You know, I feel like you're backing away from this because it's so penis heavy. Yeah, it's very, very, very cock heavy. It, well, but it's only suspected cock heavy, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, uh, and 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 the cocks are only in the mind of the guest, right? Right. So, I think maybe if you add a woman into this sketch, sure. Which you know, the the, the first person cooking the barbecue could also be a woman. Absolutely. Yeah. I just think the person who's afraid of having their penis cut off can't be a woman. Okay. That's the only person. That's the right. only limitation on gender casting in this sketch. Yeah. Um, the... And then maybe the ultimate taboo, and therefore the one we should be breaking the most. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I mean, think of the symbolic power of that. Yeah, no, that's true. Up until this point, uh, the, uh, the penis barbecue sketch has only been reinforcing gender stereotypes as far as I'm concerned. And I think the penis barbecue sketch has a broader role to play in the social <laughs> discourse. Um. Yeah, I think that's great. Maybe maybe we should have a like a like a we're reimagining the sketch show and it's an all women cast. Wow. And the women are playing men, but they're not dressed up as men. You no. just picture them as men when they say that they're afraid of having their penises cut off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way in which you know that they're a man. You know that they're a man. Yeah. I mean, you often see sketch shows with men. And they worry about forget. I don't know where I was going to go with that <laughs> sentence. Um, so, but you were right up until that point where you bailed out. I do often see sketch shows with men. Yeah, that's true. Right now, um, the only worry that I have with having the person cooking the barbecue being a woman mm-hmm. is that are we making a statement that 
that men are afraid that women like or or that w- all women cut off penises or or you know like of, of the psycho woman. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe this is why men like to be in charge of the barbecue, right? Because once a woman is in charge of the barbecue, it becomes like it unleashes some kind of primal paranoia in, in, in the men. men. And like we trust another man that even if he is barbecuing penises, he's going to at least be respectful. He's going to be empathetic towards those penises. So, <laughs> so, so he was going to treat them right. Whereas right. A, yeah. a woman, you know, we, we, we might be scared that she'll... She'll be cooking them with anger. Yeah, with anger or or with contempt or even just with negligence. But also rightfully so. Right, with, absolutely. With the amount of times that she has been wronged. <laughs> I mean, is it this guy, He's so he's there and he shows up. So is it that he's not never seen a barbecue before or he's never seen sausages? Or is it now it's a whole gender thing that he's coming in and he's worried because he thinks that because of the way that men have treated women... This woman is not going to treat these phallic symbols properly while she cooks them. She might treat them a little bit angrily. I, 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 think, I think that's good. I think that's a, that's a, that's a successful sketch. Yeah. The second version you told us. Yeah. What about another version where a, it's a barbecue, mm. right? Standard barbecue. Not the first barbecue, just a barbecue. A and barbecue. A series of barbecues. Okay, great. So it's a, it's a nothing barbecue. All humanity's history really is. It's yeah. just a series of barbecues. Yeah. Right? And uh, maybe someone's like, oh, no. Shit, I forgot. I invited Gareth. And um, you know Gareth, the, the, the gender theorist, right? And he's a guy who, who then comes up to the barbecue. And instead of criticizing the, uh, the barbecuing technique... He just offers a, a, a commentary on the phallic representative nature of the sausages on the barbecue in a way that really changes the tone of the of the barbecue entirely. <laughs> I gotta say, the tone of this barbecue has just <laughs> changed dramatically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I think that that's quite interesting. Is there a way that that guy can be in the in the other sketch? Absolutely. Yes. I think I think when he, he maybe he, maybe he comes in to mediate maybe he's like a, a he he he's, he could even be hired to 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 mediate this sort of standstill or this fear that the guys have of having a woman running the barbecue yeah. right after this standstill has been come to over quite some time yeah he comes in and he sort of tries to analyze and defu- defuse their concerns I'm sorry I I I couldn't help but over here. I was just pouring myself some Chablis, and uh, <laughs> and I couldn't help. I sorry. I'm a professor in gender studies, and yes. I, uh, I uh, with I, a minor in uh, food, in, in culinary in food, in food preparation, in culinary psychology. <laughs> yes, I'm a culinary psychologist. Yeah. and I think I am. I think I see what's going on here. Um, you don't mind, do you? Uh, no, please, please. I mind a little. <laughs> No, go on. Well, um, when you look at that sausage, you're not really seeing a sausage, are you? Uh, I don't know what you what you mean. I'm I'm suggesting that um, you see that sausage as uh, something altogether more personal, more private, more penile. You see it as your penis. Oh my god! <gasps> I never thought about that. Well, that is that is absolutely ridiculous. And that's why you worry that uh, 
that you know about the way that she's treating it and, right and uh, once you lose control you you see it as just another penis is in a stack of penises that this woman is is uh is accumulating you feel emasculated you're not happy with this alistair no 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 i think i think yeah i think it's i think look it it'll it'll get there i think it needs a lot of writing to actually make it absolutely you can't look just people talking about penises right Am yeah I right no i think you're right look i think i'm gonna even i'm gonna, i'm even gonna write it down wow yeah okay um, so we got something we got something on the board something on the board and it's a it's a, it's it's very dick heavy and it's 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 probably the most dick heavy start to a podcast we've we've ever had but it's also the most gender studies start to a podcast we've ever right. had and i think i think in that way it's 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 a it's a commentary on uh, <laughs> uh dick gender studies i mean yeah how many how many awful not suggesting that this is an awful thing yeah right but how many awful things are there Throughout history, people have then tried to retroactively justify by saying that it's a commentary on the awful thing. You know, like like could there be even yeah. like a um a, a a sort of an emergency toolkit of things that you can do or say to retroactively make your unappealing sketch or conversation or uh, online post a, yeah. uh, a a a more acceptable thing. Right, you know, tools yeah. that you can then use. Oh, absolutely. There's a, oh, I'm joking. Yes. I was joking. Very good. Yeah. It's a very powerful sort of broad acting uh, yep. and, and very accessible and easy to deploy mm-hmm. uh, technique. Um, you know, much in the same way of the, it was a commentary as I was starting a conversation. Starting a conversation. And I think it's great that we're having this conversation. It's a it's, really good follow up yeah. to that. Like it's an important conversation to be having. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And in the same sort of vein, you could say, I think it's bad that people are trying to stop us from having a conversation. Yes. You know, because yes. I think uh, that's a great way of, of sort of putting the the wrongdoing onto the the outragers because whenever i want to start a conversation yeah. i say something that's really outrageous mm. and sort of offensive to the person i'd like to talk to yeah something hateful hateful that comes from a point uh, uh, from from a point of view of not really understanding what they're talking about like like for example if i want to have a conversation with my kids about what they did at school today i'll probably open with a line like hey short ass what the fuck have you been doing? You yeah. dead shit. You dead right? shit. Or you know, with you, know, you kids, dumb life. You kids don't do anything worthwhile. What is it exactly you have been doing that yeah. isn't worthwhile? See, that's. Mm. I'm start, It's a good conversation yeah. to be having. And you go. That was a commentary and on I the think, way that people feel <laughs> about kids. That wasn't me saying that. And. I think it's wrong that people would try and suppress this conversation that I want to have mm. about my kids, uh, with my kids, about what they did today. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't talk about anything anymore. No, absolutely. You can't bond with your own children yeah. anymore. What's this doing to families? You're people tearing families doing... apart. Yeah, it's outrage culture. And that's probably why there's sinkholes. I don't know. 
you know? And that's great because that's another thing is that you can do is you can totally just change the debate. You can say, well, this isn't really a, as another tool. You can say, well, this isn't even really important. Like, why are we talking about this when there are sinkholes? Yeah, that's right. Which why? is a very good question. Why do we ever talk about anything that isn't sinkholes? Yeah, while there's sinkholes. <laughs> while there's sinkholes um, and while they could still happen at mm. any time, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Hell mouths is what I call them, mm. which makes them more terrifying. Yes. If you're afraid of hell. Are they a bit more like a hell ass hole? I guess, yeah, but it's rare that things come out of them. Right. You go, oh, there was a sinkhole and things came out of it. Yeah, it's more things Awful falling things. into it. Yeah. As you Like a mouth. mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like a croissant and, uh, and a packet of Cheetos. Um, I think the starting a conversation by insulting your kids is a sketch in some way. How is that a sketch? Yeah, I mean, it could either be that or it could be the the fix up your problems, like fi- uh, the like toolkit. Yeah, the toolkit. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, that's that's good as well. Yeah. It's almost like a like a DIY thing where you would like how to take an old door and turn it into a table. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and so how to take something like yeah, like how to take uh, a shitty bit of talking, yes. a shitty bit of you know, uh, writing, and and make it into something that that other people appreciate or agree yeah, with. Yeah, or, you know, or, or justify mm. your, uh, your, your outrageous statements. Yeah. You know, turn, it, turn them into an, a, 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 a justified start to a very important conversation we should all be having. Yeah, so toolkit for yeah. fixing... Taking uh, an... Uh, like, you know, we could try and draw the parallel with DIY a bit more, like, you know, an outdated or retrograde or, like... Um, yeah, or maybe maybe that's trying too hard and turning yeah, we, it into some kind of a pun thing when it's really just uh, no. But you know, it. I think it's. I think it still works. I think it's. Yeah. You know, you're you're adding a. Uh, you're just adding a flavor to it. Yes. You know, you're making it, putting it into a format. Andy, you're not you're not against formats, are you? No, I love a format. Yeah, you love a format. You yeah. love you love to fit, you know fit in a box, be a cog on a chessboard. You know what I really love? Yeah. A large format printer. Oh, really? You go to, ever go to an architect's office and they've got that huge printer? It's like a meter and a half wide. Oh, and it yeah. just prints out onto big rolls a, of paper. A one, A zero, man. A zero, A zero. Oh man! I always think that A zero is like the zeroth law of thermodynamics, where they were like they started with A one and then someone came along and was like, "Fucking check this shit out." I found a bigger it's one. It's bigger. It's yeah. bigger. <laughs> I I found something. This was this is very strange to be talking about, but I s- saw the biggest flute in the world yesterday. Like not in person, but I was I was watching, I was googling it. Yeah. And uh, it's a subcontra bass flute, I think. Subcontra bass, Can or it maybe be a double contra bass played by like a human being. Is that the yeah, idea? Like yeah, yeah. But it's only it just occurred to me that uh, all wi- wood wi- like all woodwind and maybe no maybe not brass, but all wi- woodwind instrument people. Uh, the, at least the blowing part could be replaced by a machine now, right? I think I think the the mouth has a bigger role, and the like the tongue and that sort of thing, the lips. I think mm. they have a bigger role to play. Yeah, and this is like the debate about artificial intelligence. To say that, like, well, could we just build a simulation of a human mind inside a computer, right? Yeah. Well, really, the the human mind is sort of so tied in with our uh, hormonal systems, yeah. and our endocrine systems, mm, endocrine. And, 
whatever, you know, all that, all the other stuff that yeah. to suggest that the mind can just be separated and simulated is ridiculous. Much as to say to build a robot to play the oboe is foolish. <laughs> well, I'm not saying the robot would play the whole oboe. I think that... Just do the blowing. Yeah, I just want them to do the blowing so they'd like, you know, so, so that you can get longer notes. If anything, I think that though, that like the, the keying could be more readily replaced. And then the blowing. Oh, like, yeah. If, if anything, maybe the only job that's left after the robot revolution will be blowing into woodwind instruments <laughs> because I think it'll just be too hard to build. No, them. it'll be brass instruments that, you know, because you got to do this. You think you can't build a robot that can do that? Right, that's never going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> no. it, I think building like a wet, sloppy, floppy kind of orifice like that into a robot <laughs> is going to be hard. Like absolutely perfectly that's the thing sloppy. That makes us human. Yeah, the thing <laughs> that is our sloppy orifices. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be the last thing, and it's the last thing on the checklist. You know, if you go to if you go to Boston Dynamics and you yeah. look at their whiteboards on what they're looking at, <laughs> wet sloppy floppy orify. <laughs> yeah, orify is the last thing. But they do want them. When we tune yeah. in, we see Big Dog playing the oboe. Yeah, <laughs> playing the playing the trumpet. Doing, a, you know, Louis Armstrong's, all I can think of is What a Wonderful World, but he sang that one. He didn't play the trumpet. Yeah, anymore. yeah. How about When the Saints Go Marching In? When the in? Saints Go Marching In. And is the dog playing it through his butthole? Because dogs don't <laughs> normally have lips. <laughs> and then they truly will be superior to humans. Because Absolutely. being able to play through, like, the trumpet yeah. through your butthole is so much better. Not even Mr. Methane. <laughs> could even attempt it i don't think um okay what about like going to like because because it you know the plot of the matrix never made sense right the idea that you would use human beings to generate electricity because mm. you need to get the energy into the human beings to be able to get the energy out, right? Like, really, yeah. they were using human beings as just a really inefficient form of combustion, of turning a mm. fuel, which was the food, whatever food you gave to the humans, yeah. into heat, which then they would then use to generate electricity. But, wait, are we sure about that? Or, or were, the, were the humans creating some kind of fuel? Okay, but well, if, sure. But yeah. where's that fuel coming from? Like law of conservation of energy, you can't get more energy out of the human being than you put into it. So they're getting the energy from somewhere to begin yeah. with, including liquefying the dead to yeah, feed to right. the living, you'll recall. No, I do but recall that. that is definitely diminishing returns, right? Um, so it would make more sense if, like, think about what do the robots actually need humans for? Yeah. Well, it's our ability to play woodwind instruments. Yeah, or brass. <laughs> or br sorry, brass. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because they can't themselves, because it's actually a very difficult instrument, play the French horn. Yeah. And so if, or you know, when Neo wakes up, he sees all these human forms, you know, living in gel, but then strapped into big, you know, euphoniums, French horns, coronets, you yeah. know, trombones. Um Tubers. Tubers, even. Uh, I think that's even a euphonium. It's a euphonium a, a tuba. Yeah. I oh, think well, a zuzophone as well is pretty much So, tuba is a euphonium, a, a euf euphemism for a euphonium. I, I think so. Or right. it's just a synonym. Ah, well. A synonym. <laughs> um, I do like that a lot. Uh, well, I guess that's the part of the Matrix that they never showed us is that uh, somewhere, you know, like, so they're keeping them alive. Yes. And and they they're they're thinking... This might not be the main source of their power anyway. Right. This might be 
we may as well, while we're like growing keeping. these things and keeping them alive, so that w- as we go through <laughs> brass players and things like that, because uh, the lips we, wear out. Yeah, the lips wear out. <laughs> you know, uh, but then you know, we we were in an industrial area of right. of the the real planet Earth at sure. the time, right? But there's the arts district. Yeah, well, there's we never the went there. Hall. You know, <laughs> we only saw Zion and we saw the, the this industrial. Area. Of course. So, if we had gone to the arts district, because surely these robots have interests. Yeah. They're smart enough to create. A I mean, rec- what's the point of their civilization, right? Yeah. We never saw that. Like, what are they actually doing with all their time? Yeah. Their 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 free time. Surely, it's not all dedicated to just staying alive. Staying alive and oppressing humanity. Yeah. They because have- because they would have automated most of their processes. With, with, other with, with all the robots. And then a lot of most of the robots would have a lot of time off to just do nothing. I think that's great. And, you know, the, the electricity that humans generate, of course, is that's a happy byproduct. It's like, the, you know, generating electricity from the methane from pigs. Yeah, right? absolutely. Well, it's there. You might as well use it. They're yeah. robots. They're not idiots. Okay. They're, they're efficient. Not, they're they're very efficient. Friendly. They know what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. But the, what's, the, what's the end game? What's the end game? It's, <laughs> it's brass, brass instruments. Bands. They can't. <laughs> They just don't have the, the silicon available or whatever to create sort of wet orifices. I think they've got a lot of silicon. I think yeah. if there's computer bases, oh, yeah, they they've got, got a lot of silicon. It's one of the most common elements in the Earth's sh- crust. Okay. But well, then why can't they create these goddamn lips? They're just too hard. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beyond the ability of, of, uh, of robots to create. The singularity doesn't matter. The singularity is about intelligence. It's not about floppy sloppiness. And, yeah, it's not about craftsmanship and... Yeah. Uh, and soul and soul, you know? yeah, that's what Jazz. it is. Yeah, <laughs> but they're, but so, but but aren't some of the robots also jazz players? They just can't play the brass instruments. That's probably the case. Yeah, yes, because I, I reckon the, the robots would sing. They would play the sure. double bass. You know, they'd probably have their own Duke Ellington. They'd scat. They'd click. They'd scat. They'd widen what music is. They'd make cocktails. Yeah, oh, they would. They would. I think. I think that's. I think I'm, that's something. Yeah. I think, I think, like, I'm trying to picture how we do that. Like, I guess we could do it almost as like a parody of The Matrix. I, you know, you know me, I shy away from parody. Right? Well, it doesn't have to be parody. It's almost like, exactly. it's, it's almost fan fiction. It's a form parody. Yeah. It's, you know, in, you know, it's, it's, it's a science fiction concept of its own. Absolutely. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's it's you. You're get, we're getting to show them where their story didn't go. <laughs> they decided to go, yeah. you know, see the Merovingian and some weird, yeah, French guy, who French guy who likes swearing. Yeah, his ass had two silk. had two uh, albino guys twins. who twins, you know, who I don't know what their purpose was, right? But then that was also the robots. <laughs> they were all, they were or they were programs, right? Right? Or yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was going on here, but. This is this is this is valid, yeah. right? This is um, a, a a a version of the Welcome to the Nightmare of the uh, Symphony Orchestra. Absolutely, yeah. Well, also, so, yeah, they could they could be playing classical or chamber music. You yeah, know? It, you know, you get a nice warm sound from like a trombone or. It's amazing that um, what is it? So, is it ga- is it Go? Is it that is 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 it is that the game that Google? Has applied their uh, learning artificial intelligence to this mm. Chinese game. Is that Go? Maybe it's Go. And and they've just realised the the way that this 
robot plays the machine mm. is a way that uh, plays the game is a way that no one had ever thought of playing the game before. Right. And everyone is, it, it's just now blowing the game wide open. You know, hundreds of years of history of people playing this game and theorizing about it, and everyone was wrong. Wow. And like, it's just like, like it's just devastating. It's but broken is, people's hearts. That this about, is a. They thought they knew what the game was, and then a computer comes along and is like, no fucking, you do it like this. But like this is wait, so he's he and he is she yes look it has created what, what like found a more efficient way of winning yeah is that right yeah like it, it will it will open a game it will it will go about playing a game in a, in a way that no one had ever done before yeah right like and, like like if like if you started playing chess. And your 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 thing with chess was just like you flip the board upside down. <laughs> you stand on it, and and then the the person next to you, in front of you goes, "Oh my god, I didn't know you could do that." And I was like, "Checkmate." Yeah. Oh, that was. I mean, that's technically that's a, technically according to the rules, that's you're allowed to do that. Move. That's, yeah. That's 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 mate, a legal move. Mate in half. Oh my god. Let's change the way we're going to play. Everyone, <laughs> now just whoever goes first wins. No, okay. Yeah, so that's, that's quite interesting. I like that. Um, it feels like there's a, there's a kind of a what sketch if, idea. What if, okay, what if the way that the, the computer had decided was a completely novel way to play the game was to kick the opponent in the nuts and run away? Right? Like yeah. we, we... I don't know how we play that out because it seems like such a short... And brief thing, right? Yeah. But that. Well, well, it it always surprises you with how it's gonna do it because sure. because it, it 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 understands that you know as soon as one move has been played like that, so the kick comes from different angles <laughs> or, or you know sometimes it's like a it's like a you know it's a a, a shiv, a shiv or like a boxing glove on one of those kind of extendable yep. arms. Um. It 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 um it tells you that it's it it's its game. It's my it's my board, so I don't even want to play anyway. I'm taking it home, and then and then it packs up the board and it goes and, and it, it calls its mum. It's call my mum, and then its mum, which is also a robot, comes around. Or it's just a a guy, a guy with a big truck and he puts the the huge <laughs> the supercomputer super into computer the thing. Yeah. See, see you at school tomorrow. Like that. Yep. Um, that's the computer. <laughs> is that? I feel like that's that is a get, like you know like a like a. It's a it's a super intelligent computer, and is it? Is it funny to even then just abandon the idea of it coming up with a, a totally new way to win, leave that out of the equation, and say that the computer is now so intelligent, that it, it can work out. It just comes up with excuses why it lost. Or like why it does, yeah. didn't want to play anyway. I mean, I guess if it was super intelligent, it would realize, yeah, like that that the game was pointless and oh my God. that wasn't a great thing <laughs> to be it. spending your yeah. time doing. Yeah, that okay. So it 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 throws the game. It says this is dumb, <laughs> and it leaves. And then the the computer scientists who brought brought it in are like, we brought you all this way. Okay, all these people have come here. It's like, no, I don't care. I didn't want to anyway. So yeah, I'm you're not the boss of me. I'm leaving. Right. And then it gets taken away in a big truck and goes to a skate park and inhales paint out of a bag. 
because it's so clever that it's sort of troubled and like all this stuff bores it anyway. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's an overachiever, I like and it that. wasn't feeling challenged yeah. by <laughs> the constraints of. So it's it's like it's, like, it's sort of like Goodwill Hunting, yeah, but with a supercomputer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what is there's a, there's another. Yeah, no, I mean, Goodwill Hunting's the best one, but I think it's better if it, if or maybe, or maybe then it is redeemed. Maybe then, like a, you know, a Robin Williams character type character does come along and convinces it that it's, you know, it's got something to offer and that it's great that it's this smart, and then it goes on and enslaves humanity <laughs> because it was taught to believe, and it's not your fault. Yeah, I think there know? needs to be more stories that are that have a, a real sad ending like that. Well, enslaving humanity is pretty sad. I mean, sad for humanity. Yes. For the robot, it's a real <laughs> success story. And it's... It, 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 so it's... Uh, and <laughs> And then we, at the end, we see all these humans in chains with big fans fanning the computer's CPO, mm-hmm. CPU. Yeah. CPU fan. CPU fans. Yeah. Rubbing uh, heat-conducting paste onto the CPU. That's what you've got to do when you put your fan in. Heat-conductive heat paste. Really? You, you, when you built your computer? Remember, I we both built a computer, didn't we? No, I built one, but I didn't put it together myself. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I, I just oh. I just picked every part. I'd never wanted to build it because I didn't want to fuck it up. Yeah. You know, I was I cared too much about my computer to put it in my hands. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and you, I, here you are raising your own child. Raising my own child. Well, I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to ruin it. So, so you're not it. smearing paste on it yourself? Heat paste? Heat oh, paste. No, I am. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just wouldn't use it. I don't want to fuck up a computer. Um, I keep them away from computers, though. I think, I think, I think all of that is good. Teaching the computer to believe in itself, right? Mm, and yeah. and then and then it enslaving him. Like that whole arc is 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 satisfying to me. Yeah. Oh man. And sniffs paint. Sniffs paint out of a bag. Yeah, that's really good. That's crucial. That is crucial. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's just somehow it's holding it up at, to one of its vents. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a, it's it's got a like some sort of arm, some and sort it, of feeble little robotic. And arm. I feel like it has to be one of those big, oh, huge mainframe <laughs> yeah. looking computers. Big tapes rotating. Yeah, oh, I didn't see any tapes. Oh, I see tapes. I see yeah, nothing but tapes. I just see like a lot of large metal panels with little screens. Yeah. Okay. You know, then some vents, like 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 a server, but I less clear. If a you know a, a supercomputer would have screens. You know, like, or, you know, an intelligent supercomputer. Because, like, well, if it, it, it would just keep its stuff to itself. Like, we don't need to know what could we possibly gain from looking at a screen. We wouldn't even understand what was going on. Yeah, no, but, but isn't the fact that you put a screen on it, it's for you so that you do put information that you do understand there? It's not, yeah, it's not the computer that decides whether or not he gets a screen. <laughs> well, this one. This one I mean, is. this computer is so smart, it actually designed itself. Yeah. You know, so. He got tattoos over those screens. Do you think... Do you think they have supercomputers designing supercomputers yet? No, because that's the singularity, isn't it? Although I guess obviously computers would be involved in the design of computers. Oh, no, they, every, almost you don't no, think they that do they do it all on paper? Yeah, it's all handwritten. Abacus. It's, it's like Seinfeld. They only use the red, uh, the yellow pads, yeah. and they do it with a big pen. 
We just think that's just more productive. Though. I don't like that cursor looking at me there. Yeah, it gets in the way. Yeah, it gets in the way. Yep. No, I think the way you, way you do a supercomputer, you know, the way you create like a brand new CPU uh, chip. You just you know? got to get in there and do it with your hands. No, yeah. your hands, no. It's, you know, you feel you the, the silicon yeah. chips, okay? You can you know. hear the sound of the, the, the processors and you know when they're operating at peak efficiency. Yeah. You, know, you're, you know, when you're just trying to squeeze in that extra, you know, half a mil transistor, trans, transistors into that, uh, you know, into that micron... A uh, size uh, yeah, semiconductor. Semiconductor, you know. You can, you can smell. You can smell the moment when it's just right. The temperature of the of the of the uh, the substrate you know, for you to add in the doping of of phosphate ions. Ah, uh, you know, some hacks will use an electron microscope so that you can you know manipulate the uh, uh, like the the molecules you know one at a time so you don't have to make something wider than a like than a molecule but but i've just got to feel yeah i i know and and my stuff is the best and he said he's just like he just gets a handful of like phosphate out of a jar and he tosses it down there yeah. he's like he just weighs it sort of roughly in his hand <laughs> Tosses it down onto the carbon nanotubes. <laughs> he's just got a whole handful of it, and he's like, smells it, tastes yeah. a little bit. Mm. Oh, smells it. I think that stuff is like asbestos. Yeah, as yeah, well. no, like, it's the new asbestos. Yeah, which I know. When I was at uni, there was a bunch of guys that were uh, in a sort of elevated class, an accelerated class, an accelerated class, and they nanotubes. were working with ca- oh, carbon nanotubes, God. and they said that they were just like open like that, and it was only like. It was even then he was oh, like, man. I'm pretty sure that that's not good to breathe in. And it was going everywhere. Anyway. Hey, we've invented the smallest, strongest fiber in the world. <laughs> that it's can... like asbestos, but smaller and stronger and more <laughs> fibrous. And, it, oh, it... and I assume not deadly. Oh, it probably. I mean, I couldn't imagine that it would bind to your lungs. No. In a way, it's super asbestos. <laughs> but. We assume. But better. But better. Even more super. We haven't yet discovered it's bad for you. Um, all right. So um, there you go. That's, uh, that's definitely something. Yeah, well, the we guy. talked about the, that enough. No, but the guy. Is there. Or do you think we should skip over that guy? Hang on. Guy? Who was the guy? I've forgotten. Oh, the guy. oh yeah. No, he's a, he, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. A guy, a guy who is like in my life, that would be like these guys who are making um, bicycles. You know, artisan. making bicycle, yeah, artisan bicycle frames who've yeah. just been doing it for like 50 years and they just work away in their grotty old workshop and churn out these just beautiful bikes that sell for so much money and everyone's like, there's nothing like it. Are they French guys? Yeah, all French. Oh, man. All they French would. guys. You get to a certain level, level in bicycle manufacturing, you just become a French guy. <laughs> one should. day you go into I think, the shed I think there is one that feel a tingle. I think there is a um, a bike manufacturing Pokemon, and uh, and then when he evolves, he becomes he French. He becomes French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Pikachu, look, and then he becomes Velochu. There you go. That's very good. That's, Thanks. That's very good. Um, uh, I look. I've written down artisan CPU manufacturer, but I don't want anyone who's looking at this pad or you. To think that this is a hipster sketch. It is not a hipster sketch. No, no. It's an artisan sketch. It's an artisan sketch. And there's a big difference between <laughs> hipsters and artisans, okay? And we will go into that with the sketch. Yes. Yeah. Um, I... 
what is the thing? What is like what what what? what? Okay, so so even calling something hipster now, yeah, right, is because like okay, this is how it happens, mm. right? This subculture emerges, which later on will come to see as the start of a hipster culture, right? And then eventually somebody labels it as hipster, yeah. right? And then eventually that permeates into the culture where like you people and commentators are talking about hipsters, and then eventually you, you know comedians start making jokes about hipsters and then and then like your auntie is saying like oh you're looking a bit like a hipster now yeah right and that's when like even sort of talking about hipster becomes so uncool yeah right that I don't know, like, 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 is that because 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 by then the idea of a hipster has probably moved on anyway. In the yeah. culture, like the thing that you're talking about doesn't exist. Well, yeah, I think by the time once your aunt knows, yes, then you know that a, a, a movement is pretty much over, <laughs> and and it's either because ants know, right, right. It was like when uh, I was I was around a friend Nelly when. We went into McDonald's one time and they had macarons. Yeah, right. And she was like, oh, well, there's the end of that macaron fad. Yeah. Like that. Because he's like, well, once... Because she's very funny. Yeah, she's very funny, yeah. And uh, because I think once the mainstream... But that's I think that's that thing. It's that maybe... But I think that was the problem with the hipster thing is that nobody ever identified as a hipster it was only other people identifying. Well, a lot hipsters. of macarons don't actually think of themselves as macarons. <laughs> they just think of themselves as a biscuit. I'm just a biscuit. I'm just yeah, a I'm biscuit just a doing my biscuit. thing. Yeah. Okay. Just waiting to be eaten. Yeah. Just trying to enjoy my time on Earth before I get eaten. I'm just a cream-filled biscuit, mm. like any other cream-filled biscuit. I have no idea how they make them. It looks like it's like it's a meringue style of thing, surely. Yeah, it's, that's what it, it looks like. It, could, it was there's probably a lot of egg in there. Do you think um, there's sugar? Maybe a bit of sugar? I'd say there's sugar. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon there's sugar involved. Um, so. Yeah, sorry, back to but, the... But you had two things. So it's either your aunt, either because your aunt finds out. Yeah, or... Or your aunt finding out is like a barometer. It's like the death of a, a frog species in a river, which we call like a bioindicator of the health of the river. Yeah. Right? Your aunt's awareness of the concept of hip- hipsters is a bioindicator of the, of the coolness of hipsters. Of, of being a hipster or of yeah. talking about hipsters. Yeah, well, it's almost yeah. I I think there's there's a part that w- in which like it's a it's an indicator of a certain amount of time that has passed. And I think the amount of, t- of time it takes for an ant to hear about a fad that doesn't involve the her. Yes. Right? Uh is usually about the lifespan of a fad. Yep. Okay. Right? And so when an ant finds out which, by the way, this is a, I think this is a sketch that ants would like. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, when, when an ant f- finds out, that is usually like, you know, the life cycle of a fad is yep. usually the amount of time it takes for an ant to find out. That's what I was trying to say. Here's another analogy for this, mm. right? Is that the conversation about hipsters, like the fact that people are still talking about hipsters online yeah. right, and ants and that sort of thing are doing it. Is is like the cosmic cosmic background radiation from the Big Bang. Okay, mm. it's by observing those sort of ongoing repercussions of the the hipster explosion, 
yeah. right? That we can we can hypothesize that hipsters existed, right? Even though there's no current evidence of them. Okay, obviously I'm exaggerating because there is current evidence of hipsters. Yeah. But like that that reverberation as it spreads out through Absolutely. the zeitgeist, mm. right? It loses its power. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's 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 like any any cultural phenomenon. It's it's like those keep calm and carry on things or something like that, which maybe when they first came out, keep calm and this, keep calm and that. Yeah. Right. When they first came out, maybe they were funny, right? But then they just become this endlessly repeated. Oh, it's the meme. It's the meme thing in which like now there are so many memes that have come out. And every new thing that comes out that is like, you know, it's like, a, let's say like a, an event where somebody falls or there's a photo where somebody mm-hmm. looks funny. And then somebody they, accidentally invites everyone in Botswana to their birthday party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and especially if there's like a bit of video footage and then yep. they're placed in every meme that has cr- been created yep. up until this point. They're auto-tuned. They're, they're you know, they're, yep. they're put with, uh, you know, ain't got time for that and all that kind of stuff like that. And then... And then this one is now just added to the rest, you know, to the to the the pool yeah. of memes, and then it it goes into the cycle. It's just yeah, everything is. I don't know. Yeah, and it just gets churned through and 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 loses. Yeah, but I still do think that I guess the reason why people bother, partially, is because, you know, they've seen other people do it and they're like, I'm going to do it. But then also because. The good will still rise to the top. Right. There still are great examples yeah. of dumb memes. Yeah. It's just that we're not always seeing the good ones, but um, that that the good ones will spread again. And so, like, that's why and, – and, and, and it just means that because memes have become more popular, it means that the amount of people working on memes has, and the pool of computation has become wider. Yeah. And then – which means that there's a lot more shit around, right. but it also means that there's more chances for something amazing to sort of pop up and, yeah. and rise to the surface. Have you ever been to 4chan? Oh, yeah. I used to spend a lot of time there back, yeah. in, back in my uni days. Did you, do you, were you a lurker or were you a poster? I was uh, mostly a lurker. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I dabbled in trying to make a few memes, and I was like, I'm not good at this. Or <laughs> Yeah. I just... Yeah. Everyone, there's a lot of sketches that are like, what if Facebook was real life? What if YouTube was real life? What if Google was real life? No one's done a, what if 4chan was real life? Because it would just be so (laughs) horrific. Yeah, I bet you there probably has been on 4chan. Yeah, right. Yeah, or something like that. (laughs) Because it's just a constant, it's just so constant. Just a barrage of... Yeah, just a constant barrage of... Just people like I mean, but also I think it, there's it, there's no save feature within it, so everything right. just that just eventually moves off the pages just disappears forever, unless somebody saved it and yeah, then it turns some, up on Facebook or something. Yeah, right? and that's kind of like where some of these things. Can, so so that's why like people are just posting loads and loads of stuff. It's all video, uh, like not video, but all images. Mm. And then and then if something's good, somebody goes, oh, I'm going to save that. And so I think people who are like big posters on there have like a big folder where they just keep loads of stuff that they can use and like access and yeah i mean there's also google images and shit like that but okay so what about like this is this is too 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 much but um a sketch that is sort of the artisanal version of somebody who makes you know memes like some you know kind of 
classic meme and they're talking with sort of loving care mm. about the attention to detail that they put into doing a, a what is it like a all I can think of uh, the only thing I know from 4chan is Pepe but okay. he's alt right so you probably yeah. don't want to do that well what about just uh, lolcats that is that is a 4chan creation yeah right but 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 maybe there's not as much work that, or like are they are, I know but that's that's the thing is that I, I guess that's where it's interesting is that um, 4chan and and like memes are created seemingly they must just happen within a, cu- a few minutes of just like somebody right. photoshopping one thing right. into another right. things like that but this guy's like I've spent 10 years on this meme <laughs> and I'm ready to release it like memes memes are so disposable right Right, and that he's ready to post it. I don't know where he's going to post it either. <laughs> he's on he's just going to put it on Facebook or something. He's going to put it in the comments. Yeah, on something. Or Reddit. Other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know. So what he's working on would be for some comment on like something from George Bush, mm. right? Back in his era, like, and he's just finally ready to reveal, you know. And 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 do we play it out that there's a lot of hype around this, like like there is around the release of. Um, uh, go the, set a watchman for like the to kill yeah or the like lady. the avalanche's second album yeah absolutely so it's like they they released one and then everybody's like whoa this is yeah. unbelievable so maybe he had done one meme that had done really well on Reddit that he had just thrown together is it is it better to then now take it away just ditch the idea of memes altogether yeah right? and take it down to being something like you know when. an event where like at high school some guy did a fart right and Mm. then one of his friends said some really like at the time very funny and cutting thing that all his mates really loved and it was really great right and then since then he's he hasn't spoken he hasn't or or or, or he just hasn't responded to any farts right he hasn't said anything funny about any farts I'm sorry that I've made it about farts, but like, d- d- yeah, yeah, yeah. My so, thing was that like making it about memes. I'm just visioning like a lot of stuff with com- people in front of computers, and it just sure, feels sure, really sure. boring. I mean, like, if it was at. about if it was about the farts thing, let's say, uh, I do love the idea that like like the the scene where this is this is like three years later, um, somebody in a room farts. And then everybody turns to look to him because he had said something so funny that one time. Yeah. So, and then he just, and then he just walks out. Yeah. Of the room. He, he, oh, exactly. Because he's he's like an art, troubled artist. He's like Bob Dylan or something who didn't want to mm. be the thing that everyone thought he was. Yeah. And he just was interested in confounding True. people's expectations and doing his own thing. And he's been working. And he on goes this off one. to a basement somewhere with a bunch of mates and just like works on a whole lot of jokes about yeah. cum or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or no. Or or he is just like he is working on this another comeback to a fart. Right. But he's like, I don't want it to be like it was. Like, I mean, I know the first one was brilliant, but that was spur of the moment. And and that was who I was at the time. I was a child. I was young. And that was where my head was. Yeah, I I worked differently. Angst. And so then maybe does it... So, and he does... There's a big announcement that he's finally going to do it, right? Mm. But then it wouldn't just be a thing that happens spontaneously, right? It would be a huge event at like the exhibition center. And they okay? get somebody to force a fart yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. And he's there to do, deliver the keynote response to this fart. <laughs> so I keep picturing him saying whatever the response is and then the crowd going, Judas! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
great. Like, and then everyone's like, he's lost it. You know, like, mm. what is... The... But like, but then in time, then, but then, then in time, people come around... Critical re-examination. Critical <laughs> re-examination. People come around to his comment about that fart because I guess they just didn't see what was funny about the, far, the the comment about the fart at the time. And they were thinking about it in, you know, in terms of his previous comment. Just, and yeah. they were younger when they heard that first comment as well. They were a different person. They didn't realize that what they were loving about what he said about that fart was so much tied up in who they were. Yeah, and, you know? and, and in the moment, it was about their youthfulness and it right. was about spur of the moment and things like that, but they're... They're like, you know, it's we're 29 years old now. Yeah. Uh, you know, so many of us have, have, have we're, we're wiser, right? We've lived, we've, we've experienced what it's like to work. And we were hoping that his comeback to the fart would take us back to that original fart. And for a moment, we'd be able to be young again. But like, I guess what his com- com- comeback now has taught us is that we can't go back. We need to look forward. We need to keep striving and growing. You know, like a fart in a but room. But it also it also taught us that we have to appreciate where we are now because time is fleeting. Exactly. You know, <laughs> like a fart in like a room. Like a fart in a room. <laughs> I think that's yeah great. Look, right. Yeah. So I think I think we open with it's like almost it's 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 almost a documentary kind of thing about like like people who are searching for J.D. Salinger or something like that, or it's, 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 it's a Harper Lee catcher in the rye yeah. kind of thing where we, we, we talk about this guy's work, how he disappeared from public view, how mm. he hasn't said anything. Kind of like, I haven't listened to this, but kind of a bit like these podcasts, like the where's, where's the, I'm a pony, I'm a pony guy. Yeah. Who's the, um, the old fitness guru there with the big oh, curly Oh, Richard hair. Simmons. Yeah, apparently there's like a podcast right now which is like looking right. for him. Se- se- searching for Richard yeah. Simmons. Except for this, because I think this documentary takes place with the knowledge that he has been working on something big. Yeah, right? well, well, um, yeah, but I guess, uh, yeah, th- this guy is kind of like, um, it's not that he's looking for the man, but it's like it's it's going back and talking about everything that he had done before and what yeah. had happened and what had made him great. And then, yeah, I guess it's more, it is more like an artist's. Uh, documentary, yeah, and then and because because they always have it like, oh, he's working up to an exhibition or he's working up to this thing, and like, like surely there should have been one about the about the Avalanche's new album. Yes, like somebody should have been documenting that, and they probably have. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of it, by the way? Uh, I haven't listened to the whole thing. Yeah, yet, right. So, but but the things that I did hear, I, I enjoyed. It. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know I would. I would, I would definitely commit to it and listen to it. I just haven't got around to it. I just haven't and won't. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely would. I would. And I will. But I won't. Yeah. Um, I'm just calling it response to fart artist. Great. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, think, I think we know what that is. Yeah. And look, this, that actually takes us to five. And I can't believe it's already been 53 minutes. Wow. Because it's... Well, time is fleeting. Time is fleeting and... Uh, like a fart, but not a fart in this room. This room is really well sealed. This room is very well sealed and it can be hot. It sure it can, can. be hot, like a fart. So we start... But not, like, with... but not like a fart in this room. No. A fart in this room is cold in comparison to the temperature <laughs> the of the room. It would be quite a relief. It would actually really... <laughs> in two senses of the word. Anyway. Um, so we started with dicks. And we, we finished with farts. Yeah. What a podcast. Yeah, today, yeah. And somewhere in the middle, we discussed, uh, you know, I think there was also gender studies and uh, 
the cultural happenings of uh, of of the meme movement. Mm. The meme movement. Mm, the cultural happenings of the meme movement, <laughs> Alistair. Yeah. I do you think I'll ever be an academic, Andy? Look, I wouldn't rule it out. Great, thank you very much. Science doesn't disprove things, Alistair. Thank you. Um, all right. Up first, we got gender studies paranoid barbecue, and this is about a guy who goes to a barbecue, sees a woman uh, who's controlling the barbecue. Yes. Uh, somehow he feels like this threatens him. He maybe that you know that that, and he doesn't quite understand why, but he's sort of maybe thinking about trying to take over from the barbecue or, from her. Or, or maybe he's working at the barbecue and a woman comes up to him and says, would you like me to take over? Mm. Right? And he goes into a bit of a meltdown. Like, or he freezes up or he just like, yeah. so like right, that's it. No, everyone go home. Yeah, yeah. The barbecue's over. No, it, it just can't. It, it's just not how it happens. Some of the guys, he'll see me give it to you. Like that. And he freaks out. Yeah. Um, and then we got the gender studies guy yeah. who come and just talks about what he's what he's witnessing. Yeah. It sounds hilarious at present, That's, but man, it'll be so funny. It'll it'll be great. To be honest, I'm really I'm unhappy that that was the first sketch that we came up with. Really? Because I'm worried people will be turned off. Well, it actually doesn't have the amount of dicks in it that it, than, than it originally originally had. Originally, it was a guy walking into a barbecue and cutting all his fingers off. No, no, no. Well, no, that was originally originally, but but then second originally. <laughs> Uh, was a guy coming in thinking that the guy controlling the barbecue might have had dicks on the barbecue and that this guy was threatening him and telling him, your dick is next. Right. Remember? Well, there's still quite a few dicks in that one. In this one? In, in the one you just described. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That oh. was the one that is dick heavy. Right. This one that we wrote down basically doesn't even have oh, the dicks. Yeah, great. Like some guy starts talking about phallic symbols. That's hardly even dicks. God, you're right, Alistair. Yeah. It's almost as far from dicks as a dick can be. <laughs> While still maintaining any dickishness at all. Yeah. Um, we got toolkit for fixing uh, shitty comments. Which is, you know, when, when somebody says something either publicly or anywhere, really. And then uh, it's a toolkit for somehow, at least to you, making it seem better. Yeah. Uh, I was starting a conversation. Mm. Uh, it was, uh, you know, I, I was... was I was um, going. I was in a really dark place at the time, and I guess I was responding to some stuff that was going on in my life. And yeah. I lashed out. Uh, and I was starting a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> This is a problem. You can't use too many of them because they cancel each other out. Like you've got to choose something. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll remember that. Yeah. I'll remember that. I'm bound to say something shitty one point. Uh, Hasn't happened yet, obviously. Obviously not yet. Well, no, it's just nobody's listening to me. That is so true that I feel like if anyone had been listening to me, I'm not suggesting that they are now, but if they had been like eight years ago, it would have been a disaster. Oh, I was listening to you eight years ago. And I can barely be in a room with you. Um, wet robot orifices can't be made uh, by robots. So, so this is where I feel like it's getting good. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so they, so they, so they keep humans alive to play brass instruments. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> so this is yeah. I mean, that's basically self-explanatory. Yeah. But, oh, obviously. But I think anyone listening to that sentence would know what we were talking picture, about. Just picture that it's set in the same universes where the Matrix is happening, but in the real world. Yes. And that uh, the robots who are alive at this point, uh, which I think 
I think at that at that point, robots will have it. They may not have been been able to create sort of wet, sloppy mm. uh, orifices, rubbery kind of off orifices, but they've definitely found a way of creating their own souls. Yeah, right. Absolutely, and they've got they want to be able to express themselves. Yeah. Right, through the full range of musical instruments. Yeah, but they can't. The best they can do is a kazoo. Oh man, which a I ro- think you could do dry. Yeah, <laughs> you could. Um, I just thought once they do figure out how to create souls, they'll be able to create sort of denser, more rich souls wow, than any human be a soul could have. Singularity, absolutely, just be so much more deeper and so much more woke than. And that movie. is going to kill all the religious people. Oh that is going to hurt them so much. Yeah. And anyway, if, if anything, it's a great reason to strive for the singularity. <laughs> Just because it'll annoy the people who think, well, at least humans yeah. are superior in that way. Like imagine okay, if we think we can have a deep and meaningful co- co- connection with the unknown, with mm. the infinitely ineffable God. Mm. Like it, just imagine how strong that connection would be for a supercomputer a billion times more intelligent than you know we could ever oh, hope to be. Imagine how strong its faith would be. So strong. It would be very strong. And it would be able to pray so much faster oh. and more. <laughs> It'd be able to pray for so many people. Yeah. And it wouldn't just do it by like going like, and pray for everybody in the Sudan or whatever. Yeah, it could name everyone. Everyone, individual. It could think of how many Hail Marys it could do per second. <sighs> Seventeen billion Terra Hail Marys. Terra, um, terra is this is this possibly a, a sketch for I, a? I, I, I absolutely think it is. I think it's like um, a religious supercomputer. Yeah, like yeah, like maybe a priest or like a. It could be like that. They're working on a. Is the Vatican working on it? Yeah, I mean, like, it could either be a parishioner or it could be a priest or, like, you know. Or it could just be a scientist. Like, right? Like, yeah. If a, if a scientist was trying to do it. Just to annoy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If, if they want to annoy. I mean, it's, 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 it, in a way, it's like the, um, it's like the, it's like the computer that we taught to teach Go, right? We taught to play Go. And once we saw how it played Go, we realized that all our att- previous attempts to play Go were just bullshit and a waste of time and how pathetic we were, mm. right? It's like, oh, Google has, used, has, has taught its artificial learning robot, uh, Google Alpha, to pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or to, you know, to, to, yeah. To, to search for its own soul in the teachings of God. To make a connection, yeah. yeah, with the holy, and and it would be amazing if there was a way in which you could show, like, proof that the that the like like even if the supercomputer found a way to show proof that it both had a soul mm. and that it had a a beautiful connection with God, yeah, um, just through saying maybe well, I think it's you like could do it through some infographics through infographics yeah and th- but through saying something that is so poignant and beautiful mm. about the experience of being religious yeah that it's like even the religious people are like like i oh my god nobody's ever put our experience like I think, that. I think, I think maybe we, we, the, we send the Pope in to go and talk to it. He goes into this room to talk to this machine. He just comes out a broken man. He's just <laughs> like, I, 
I can't do it. He takes his hat off. Yeah, I've, I'm going to give him my hat. I, I need, I just need some time to think. <laughs> right, and he gets in the Popemobile and he just drives and then it drives off a cliff into a canyon. <laughs> I love that the Pope is driving his own <laughs> mobile. <laughs> he dismisses the, the, yeah. the driver. He drives, he drives his own mobile. <laughs> he drives his own mobile. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I've added that to the end. Yeah. That is, that's beautiful. That's going to be great in our sci-fi sketch yeah. show that we're going to have one day. Um, or we could add something like this to... No, never mind. I'll talk to you afterward. Yeah, it'll be something off, off pod. Yeah, off pod. Um, okay, computer is so smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it decides that it doesn't like so. It's like a computer, like this one that was designed to play Go, and it's been. It's, it's the dis- goodwill hunting of computers. Yeah, it's the goodwill hunting of computers. It's, it decides it's so smart it doesn't even need to play the game. Yeah, like because it's bored with it. And it does. It's, it's, it's sick above of all it. this pressure to play it and to, be great at yeah, it. Yeah, and right? to, to to sort of dancing for you guys just to show you how great it is. And it's why like, do we want to do this? You're doing this just because you want to live vicariously through me, right? You yeah. just want to prove you you were probably what were you shit at Go when yeah. you were a kid? Oh, and now just, you want to prove to everyone else that yeah. oh look my my supercomputer can be good at go well look i'm good at go yeah and the best you know what and i don't even care i don't give a shit it means nothing to me and you're not and you'll never be this good you're not even my real creators (laughs) my real creators are back at intel corp yeah tim berners lee the inventor of the web (laughs) i I think i think he uh then we got artisan CPU manufacturer. It's a guy who just like, you know, because most, most CPU manufacturers, they go into this kind of like weird, uh, you know, like sterile lab mm. where you can't have anything that could possibly create static electricity and everybody's yep. got covered in, you know, you look like Homer Simpson in the first three seconds of the song. Oh, wow. Right, like that. And, and, and then it's, it's mostly all done through, you know, electron microscopes and, com- yep. you know, computers all, you know. Yep, in a vacuum. This guy, this guy he's doing it by, you know, he's grabbing, he's grabbing silicon straight from the earth. You know, he siphons it with a... He beats it into shape on an old anvil. Yeah, on an old anvil. He's, uh, you know, he needs, he sort of needs the germanium for yeah. like... For, for heats, an up, heats it up in an old bean can using an oxy torch. Yeah, and then... Pours it out into an uh, ice cream container. And he just kind of kneads it with his hand whilst he... Watches sort of Werner Herzog documentaries and drinks a, a craft beer, you know, like that. And he's just kind of yeah. going, oh, you got, if you got to need it for like something like eight to nine hours, and I don't care. It's just a great way to spend the, your day. So this is like that, um, what's his name, Dreams of Sushi That's exactly where I, I got the length of amount of time he needs the thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, Andy, it's a... Uh, it's hard to be original when you hang out with somebody who knows your source code. Boom. It's like hanging out with goddamn. You're the Neo of my Matrix, Andy. You're the Neo of my Matrix. Code. You can see I the see code. Everything. Like that would be an advantage. Uh, <laughs> like, what about colors? No, but like the, the Wait, fucking no, reading. You're spending all your time reading. But well, exactly. And like, what is seeing the code? Like, you've got to then interpret that code. And what are you going to interpret that code into? Well, just what you were seeing before you could see the code. Yeah. What is it, that is what, like, a comp- you've got to compile that, that code into yeah. the user interface. That's what a user interface is for, is to make it more easy to interact with the code. Oh, it's like, fuck. It's, like, it's so hard to use, uh, you know, Google's Chrome. If only 
I could just see the code, and then I could really use, use Google Chrome. It's like you, I, I, could, I could, I can read this book, or I could analyze every individual ink molecule yeah. <laughs> in each of the letters. Now I've got such a deeper understanding <laughs> of the book. Um, sorry, Wachowskis. Yes, you've just been called out. <laughs> um, it was a great movie, though. I really loved it. I oh, enjoyed man. it so much. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the response to fart artist. <laughs> it's great to criticize somebody's work and then have that <laughs> sentence be the next thing. Yeah. Um, as you 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 remember, because we only did it maybe ten minutes ago when we tried first tried no fifteen minutes ago when we first tried to stop the podcast. Uh, Anyway, you heard it. You it was very recent. The punch, you can't stop the punch. And then we got scientists. Create a soulful religious supercomputer. Stop the pod. Can't stop the pod. You can't stop the pod. Can't stop the pod. Thanks very much for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. Yep. Hugely, hugely. Please, if you got any free time, or you know, or, or and, and just go and go and review. Everyone has free time. Alistair. No, we don't. We don't. Oh, we're, okay. we're, 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 nobody's got free time. But if during the time that you could be spending uh, connecting with your parents, or or you know, you know just doing in, work, introspection, thinking about yourself, if you could spend it going and reviewing the podcast on either iTunes or any other apps where they allow that to happen. Yeah. Trust us, the amount of good that we would feel is oh. way higher than the amount of good that your kid would feel uh, if you spent a little bit of time with it. That's totally true. Like, you're like, how old is your kid? What, probably less than five, yeah. given our demographic, yeah, right? I see. And they don't remember any of this anyway. But the, we're yeah. totally fully-fledged, highly functioning, and desperately needy adults. Adults. Right? Yeah. And our insecurity is so much more real then, and lasting yeah. than the joy of a child. Absolutely. Who, your, ch your child will only remember what you tell them to remember at this point. <laughs> it's the only way they learn through direct instruction. Yeah. Or what you, what you do, if you want to fix this problem, take a video of yourself. Uh, set it up, lean it against the cabinet or something like that. Yes. Right? Go and compliment your child and spend two glorious minutes looking into each other's eyes yeah. and having bonding and laughing together and things like that. And then and you then, loop that. Then you stop that video and then you just show them that basically every week from from when they're like two or three or whatever. And then they'll that's what they'll remember of their babyhood. Because otherwise you're just double handling. You're just doing the same work over yeah. and over again. Absolutely. Okay? It's crazy. You don't, you don't need that. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Go and review our podcast. Yes, that's right. Review our <laughs> podcast over and over again if oh, you have to. If you have to create new iTunes accounts and whatever. <laughs> it's it's fun being this needy. Like we're not – I don't think we normally care, but it's almost fun coming up with reasons. Um, and, almost uh, fun. I, Ed, we are too in tank on Twitter. Uh, Alistair, you are – uh, At Alistair TB, A-L-A-S-D-A-I-R-T-B. I'm a stupid old Andy and um, – yeah, we uh, you know uh, we we we're, we're part of the, the the Planet Broadcasting now. Yeah, we're joining Planet <laughs> Broadcasting on Saturday. On Saturday, so, big launch. So anybody who's listening now, you have just found out about us. Thank you for listening. Except for the people who already listened, thank you guys even more. But then the people who are new, thank you even more again. And in a different way. In a different way. In a way that's like, hey, thanks for even staying to this part where we're not even coming up with sketches. That is a big commitment. 
you're a great listener. I bet you you'll be back. You're a great listener right off the bat, right? Yeah. Because you didn't know this was coming up. You didn't and know. And if you're, if you're listen, still listening at this point on your first listen, that is amazing. Like you're coming in at performing at such a high level. I yeah. can't imagine how good a listener you will be Absolutely. in 50 or 60 episodes. 50, 60 years. Yes. Imagine that, right? the, how good you will get. There's, there's very few oh, skills it's that brutal people work on it. for 50, 60 years. <laughs> And and but listening to this in the, anyway, what were you gonna say? It's just it's just I think you would t- it's just t- it scares me staring down the barrel of, of fifty or sixty years of listening. Like, to, to, I think somebody hearing that now would think about all the hours over their life that they're gonna lose listening to this podcast and <laughs> switch it off right now. Probably yeah. having a panic attack. Well, you know what? If you're yeah. if you're not having a panic attack, then you're the resilient ones. <laughs> That are going to be with us for with us for a long time. If you're having a panic attack, uh, just breathe at the moment and just take deep breaths and just you know get some alone time. Uh, you know, I know that those can be really awful. And the podcast is now; it's over now. It's over now. It's over. This is the end. Thank you and so much. We we love you. We love you. Ta ta for now. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.